Fellini described cinema as the language of dreams. You can hop from one place to another and years can pass in a second. Although anyone who has sat for a Nolan biopic will know that seconds can feel like years. Hello, I'm Martina Minow. Please join me in welcoming Charlie Boonsmith, OBE, who's here today to talk about his new film, There's Something About Mary Poppins. Please welcome, welcome, Charlie. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's been wonderful being here already. So, Charlie, I am a die-hard fan of your work. I really am. And there's something about Mary Poppins is no exception. Now, do tell me, where did the inspiration for this particular work come from? Well, I have to say, I'm, I'm a fan of um, what uh, the youngsters call the mash-up. And so uh, mm. when I see two things I just really, really like, I just like to plonk them together, see what happens, let it, let it go round in the wash, and if it if, if the die sticks, then yes, we'll have a film. So I just felt that there was something in Mary Poppins that hadn't been explored yet. And there yes. was something about Mary Poppins. And uh, because of that, we had we had to make a film of it. I, I really like that moral imperative. We had to make a film about it. I love that mash-up, wash-up you described there. Very good, very good. Um, now, obviously, I watched the film the moment it was released. However, our dear listeners, they may not yet have seen it. Could you talk us through the plot in just a couple of lines? Of course. So, uh, we all know that Mary Poppins likes to fly away using her umbrella. Uh, yes. But what we don't know is where else she has been. Yes. And so, there is something about Mary Poppins, and that something is something we explore uh, throughout the rest of the scene. Because we know that throughout the whole of the movie, uh, we know that she visits different places and uh, it's essentially like her going on holiday. Um, but at any given point, there's always something about her uh, that makes it difficult uh, for her to be able to either communicate with the locals mm -hmm. or to explore the rest of the sites um, or just hilarity ensues as she falls into the Trevi Fountain. I'm yeah. oh, sorry, spoiler alert, I shouldn't have said something like that. Um, I have to confess, my favourite scene, we're going to play a clip of it now, it's where Mary Poppins goes to Liverpool. <laughs> I could not stop laughing. I say, what a scrumdiddly umptious day. Excuse me, good sir. Yeah, you're right. I'm very well, thank you. What a pleasure it is to meet you. I say, you don't happen to have any uh, disruptive but lovable children that I could teach valuable life lessons to, do you? No, I'm afraid not. All we got is the Beatles. Oh, well. Unlike the Beatles, get out. Oh, well, I don't mind them, but I prefer a nice robin to an insect. What the fuck are you talking about? Whoa, calm down, my friend. Uh, how about we all go round the tavern for a nice bevy, eh? Yeah, right. Maybe you could wear some normal clothes instead of that petticoat and duck hat. Well, I would, but unfortunately beneath this I'm... Well, I'm wearing a Kings of Leon shirt. The Kings of Leon! I won't lie to you, Charlie. I chortled for five old minutes. I couldn't stop. I choked on a Viennese world. I really did. Very, very good. And um, obviously, you had so much depth to Mary Poppins to start with, an institutional classic. Now, did you feel some concern at tampering with a national treasure? How did that feel, Charlie Boonsmith? Some people were sceptical. They thought, you can't tink around with Mary Poppins. Mm. 
but I knew that there was so much depth. I mean, deeper than her handbag. And that's going deep, if I say so myself. That is arm deep in Poppins' privilege. Precisely. Uh, there, there was a lot going on down there. And I felt like we just needed to pull that large, large lamp higher and higher until we saw something properly illuminate. So mm. I wasn't concerned. Um, and if I were concerned, I wouldn't have put the film out, but I definitely, definitely did. Yes, yes. And and to rave reviews, um, you'll know, of course, that there were some critics of the work. Um, Don't get me started on them. No, uh, I mean, yes, yes, of course, there were. <laughs> you are the consummate professional, Charlie, but you mustn't be afraid to tell us how you really feel. Now, um, this next clip might be a little disturbing, I don't know if you've seen it before, Charlie. Um, it was filmed in the Tudor Rose in Kingston and it's, it's Dick Van Dyke and he's not very happy with you. Look, all I'm saying is that if she wants a jolly old holiday, she ought to come to a me, Dick Van Dyke, and my completely legitimate Cockney accent. You can't be that way with Mary Poppins anymore. It's, it's not the 19, you know, tens or whenever it was you've got to be more respectful these days respectful now in my day in my day you climbed on the top of a roof of a lady's ass or one where she was working if you were a little bit of a naughty lad and then you danced with your chimney sweet friends until you hallucinated penguins together i can't believe this boonsmith would cut me out this was my sequel mine yeah look but Dick, you kept on pulling people into parks and saying you're going to take him through a painting you'd made. Like, women weren't particularly, uh, you know, they reported you to the police, to be frank. Oh, they were good paintings. I got off scot-free. I'm national treasure, Dick Van Dyke. And if I choose to pull a lady through a painting, she'd better come along, because there's a franchise in it, I tell you. Get us another one in, Martin, would you? All right, OK. You have angered the Van Dyke. Now, he is a vengeful man. Do you feel at risk now, Charlie Boonsmith? Why did nobody tell me about this earlier? I, let me at him. Let me at him. Who, who does he think he is? I mean, we have a perfectly, perfectly good Bert in this film, I have to say. And his accent might be interesting, but I feel like that's something that was in the original role, yes, was it not? It is challenging, and I do wish you well. I worry for your safety. Um, through the new bird, I hear you discovered him in quite an unusual way. Yes, so you see, oh, this is a great story. Oh, it always, always, bring, always brings a tear to my eye. Um, I was uh, helping out at the local soup kitchen. Oh, so noble, Charlie Boonsmith. That's where that OBE came from, didn't it? <laughs> I, I shouldn't have mentioned it. It's entirely relevant to the story. I, I was, but I was helping out in a soup kitchen, and across the road um, there was a local fun fair, mm. and I saw a man in a uh, Ferris wheel at the top of the Ferris wheel shouting very loudly that he wanted to get off uh, mm. the Ferris wheel. But the voice, some at that moment, the voice just clicked, and I realised he was going to be the voice of Bert. And I waited quite a while oh. for him to go down because the Ferris wheel was stuck. But from this day, I've never looked back. And how did you broach that conversation? I imagine this man's quite distressed, having been stuck on a Ferris wheel. And what did you do? Just trot over and say, my old bamboo be my Bert? I can't believe it. Well, uh, not quite with those words, unfortunately. I, I, I wasn't as 
wordy as that, but uh, I did a lot of shouting, uh, sir, 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 for a good 10 minutes as he was approaching the final quarter. Um, mm. At which point I think he, he shouted, I think it was what? Yeah, he shouted what? And then I said, would you like to be in a large movie? And he said, Yes, yes, I would. And, uh, well, the rest is history. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And what a wonderful Bert he is. Now, obviously, you've had to modernise. There's something about Mary Poppins. The old ways are not always the best ways. Talk us through the decision to have a Technicolor TikTok campaign. I'm, uh, I'm a little older than you, as you know, and I'm not familiar with these ways. Yes, so we have a viral craze that is going, uh, as the kids call it, mad. Yeah. Um, it, it's called uh, it's called the spoon sugar, and uh, it's it's a dance craze that's just gone absolutely wild. Ooh. And uh, uh, yes, I I mean I I don't really have the uh, physical ability to demonstrate the spoon sugar, but um, uh, but yeah, everyone has dubbed over the top of it and made all all sorts of new spoon sugars to the point it's yeah it was number one on TikTok, whatever that means. <laughs> well, the only sugar we're allowed to have these days. We have actually got two youths on who want to show you their spoon sugar. Can we bring in the children, please? Yeah, all right, Charlie. Yeah, this goes out to you, yeah, man. Five, six, seven, eight. Woo! Swing into your partner. Woo! Swing into your partner. Woo! Swing into your partner. Woo! And then right to the right. Swing into your partner. Woo! Swing into your partner. Woo! Lick the face and you do a twerk and then your skirt falls off. Woo! And you lick their face and the skirt comes off. Lines from the actual film. Yes. I was very pleased that they quoted directly. Yes, and then I heard you were sued by Books Fizz for stealing their Eurovision signature move, the skirt whip. Quite a sour moment for you. Yes, I, I mean, I was huge fans of them, but um, yeah, from now on, I call that drink mimosa. We <laughs> should have a mimosa together sometime, Charlie Boonsmith. Um, so there's something about Mary Poppins. Tell me, what was your favourite moment of the movie? What's going to stay with you for the rest of your life? Wow, what a great question. I must say my favourite bit is uh, uh, the very small French scene uh, in the middle of Act mm. Two. Uh, it's where Mary Poppins uh, is trying to, trying to buy a bicycle uh, but, but uh. is not having much luck with it. Uh, and you think, why, why would she need a bicycle? Well was revealed. <laughs> yes, let's play that now. Uh, hello, madame, uh, do you want to go to the scene on the bicycle to see some people, to maybe guard an infant, yes? Yes, thank you very much, monsieur. But I'm sorry. Je suis wearing a shirt with the Kings of Leon on. Ah, madame, ça c'est absolument affreux. Ici en Paris, on écoute seulement uh, Edith Piaf. Ah, well, in that case, call me the Vion Rose. The righteous indignation of the French, you've captured it perfectly. Oh. Um, now, I've heard word of a sequel, Poppins Pops In. Now, is that is that true or is that uh, just wishful thinking on my part? 
Well, there's been a lot of speculation, and I've I've been given permission from uh, from from the senior uh, that uh, it will be going ahead. So, uh, pop in, pop in, poppins, poppins. Ah, oh, ah, oh. uh, yeah, it it will be going ahead, and it will mostly be uh, videos of Mary Poppins slowly entering places, and then we don't mm. see her leave. Um, so everything from a post office to uh, a luxury ice rink, uh, to mm. a four-story uh, fire station. Uh, all of those sorts of things. Um, I, I shouldn't say anything more or my senior will kill me. <laughs> I can see the joy on your face, Charlie Boonsmith. Um, do tell us, Charlie, we have heard rumour that there was a little bit of romance on set. Mm. Now, I don't want to embarrass you, but I am an inquisitive woman. Can you tell us, was there any truth in that? Oh, okay, you've got me, yes. I have got you, Charlie Boonsmith. Tell us everything. Okay, um, it's very simple, actually. It's uh, just me and Penguin number three. And to be honest, I think I, I, I think you can understand the rest. Two days later, I, I was feeling super califragilistic, semi-fantastic. Oh, well, I do love a good romance. I really do. Um, how does your ex-wife, Clarissa Carthold, feel about that? She was very vocal about your breakup. She she was, yes. And in a literal sense, she was carrying around a, a me megaphone and shouting through the duration of most of the filming. Um, uh, the restraining orders worked, so that's one plus for the sequel. And uh, my hope is, is that she just doesn't write any more comments in the national newspapers. Um, will that happen? I I doubt it, but uh, there's little I can do aside from, uh, yeah, for getting another restraining order and throwing another penguin costume at her. She's actually set up a YouTube channel. It's called Charlie Boonsmith is a Buffoonsmith. Um, she, she live streams 24 hours a day. Let's cut to. And another thing I don't understand, right? If you're gonna go for another bird, Charlie Buffoonsmith, why would you make it a flightless one? Maybe it's because you don't want to leave her the same way you left me. <laughs> oh, Charlie, I need you back. I want you back. Please, I've got a big carpet bag and I've got an extendable lamp. All I need is a musical number. All I need is a hat with a veil. Charlie. She's obviously very distressed. She carries a carpet bag with her everywhere she goes and uses it to wipe her tears. You have obviously cut her deep, Charlie. I sincerely thought that after the first eight hours of live stream that she would have finished, <laughs> that she, she, would have, she would have got it all out and that would have been the end of it. But uh, no, three full days later, she's still going. She's fueled by grief, baby sham and Ferrero Rocher. There's no stopping her. Indeed. Well, Charlie, I, I understand that your private life is your private life. So um, I just wanted to inquire, obviously we've got Poppins popped in. Um, I have heard that you might be taking on some advertorials. Um, now, I don't want to suggest that's beneath you, um, but, but talk us through why you're going to take on some advertising work. What, what's the rationale here? Well, we just thought there was an obvious uh, throughway uh, from the film mm. to uh, other particularly serial based products and so yes. uh, essentially um, as soon as I heard Snap, Crackle and Poppins 
I was sold. And so um, yes. it just it just works so well and uh, and fits in with with the start of the next film where she walks into a news agent. So I just felt like everything seemed to just click. It seems to snap and crackle and pop in. So um, that felt like a no brainer. So um, uh, the most recent advertising campaign I've seen has just been absolutely blindingly good. So um, can't recommend it enough. Oh, well, let's check that out. Well, hey, Mary. Oh, hello, former Vice President Dick Cheney. That's me. Do you have trouble finding a nutritious breakfast? I sure do, former Vice President Dick Cheney. Why, I'm searching around the kitchen for waffles for eight hours before I could possibly attend to the children. Well, if like me, you have a full schedule of hunting and being racist sometimes by accident, then I recommend Snap, Crackle and Race Poppins! Wow! It's all your needs. It's fruits and fibers all in one packet. And at the bottom, you get a prize. And what's the prize today? Vice President, oh, former Vice President, Dick Cheney. It's a small model of the White House that you could just pop in whenever you're feeling the crushing depression of your career. Truly scrumptious. Truly scrumptious indeed. I have heard on the, I think they call it the Twitter, um, Gary Garfunkel from Hull has said, you're a sellout layabout, lack clout, get him out. How do you respond? Well, with respect, I thought they were going with Al Gore and I was a little surprised about the U-turn right at the end to pick a different former vice president. So, mm. um, And we all have our faves. Yes, yes. That, that's my only explanation. That's my only advice. I'll, I'll spare your blushes. Mr. Boonsmith. Um, before we go, I've got one final question for you. You said you love a mashup. What's the next mashup going to be? Wow, what a good question. You're, you're killing it today. Thank uh, you. Well, so recently I've just seen Aladdin. Have mm. you heard of Aladdin? Aladdin, yes, familiar with its work. Yes. yes. So I just saw Aladdin and then uh, very, very quickly after, watched In the Night Garden. Mm. Now, I don't have children, but do not judge me. Um, I just saw the obvious opportunity there and saw Aladdin the Night Garden. Oh. And I mean, if I've not, it's a seller to me. That's all I'm saying. And I've not had Aladdin in my night garden for some time. Charlie Boonsmith, you have been an absolute delight. I cannot wait to see Poppins pops in. I'm an advocate and champion for There's Something About Mary Poppins. And I cannot wait to go home and stuff my face with Snap, Crackle and Poppins. Thank you so much for popping in, Charlie Boonsmith. Until next time. Thank you for having me. Thank you and good night. The Improvised Movie Director podcast featured Sabrina Luisi as Martina Minow with resident improvisers Vicky Hawley and Rory Vieira. With special thanks to today's guest, Ryan J. Murphy. IMDP is produced and edited by Steve Tanner. Theme music by Matt Brown and Johnny Griffiths. Episode artwork by Marty Sears. Additional music by Stan Babich. <laughs>